0: Hello and welcome to Everything Is Black and White podcast. I'm Adam Musgrove and it's Newcastle's final pre-season friendly of the summer. They have seen out the summer with a 2-1 victory over us Etienne. Goals from Joe Linton and Matty Longstaff. I'm joined here by Mark Douglas. Uh, other writers, Kelly and and Callean-Lee, will be joining us throughout the podcast. But we'll start here with Mark. Uh, a Nice 2-1 win in front of a, a lower crowd, only 16,500. But nevertheless, a, a good performance to sell out the summer.
1: Uh, yeah, really encouraging. Um, you know, I think attacking wise, they've been they've they've shown good glimpses since uh, in the, since the second half at Preston, uh, and really, you know, you couldn't really ask for more from them today. Uh, you know. I, my big concern really is just that maybe the goals where they're going to come from. But they they did score today. But you know Miguel Almirón had quite a lot of chances, and you know still searching for that final that final touch. Really, he looks as if it's kind of weighing on his mind a little bit. But yeah, positive, real positive signs. And I think obviously this real stuff starts next week, and, and it is a marked jump up in quality that they'll be facing next week. But um, you know you can't really ask for more than the last two the last two performances. Bruce there and his press conference seemed very pleased with
0: what he's seen from his players he said they've, they've taken on board what we've wanted them to do and you know he's talked about um, how well they performed but it was it was nice in a way or good to see that while he's happy he's not overly pleased because they have missed a lot of chances in the
1: last two games yeah and there's That's going to be, that is my big concern about this season at the moment is just where are the goals going to come from? Because they've lost um, Rondon, they've lost Perez who contributed 23 goals between them. They've brought in, um, you know, two players, I think quality players probably in terms of their technical ability, but just question marks over whether they can finish. You know, St Maximum came on and, you know, created stuff, had a couple of chances, looked really lively. But, you know, I've heard it from several people in France now that, you know, it's just end product with him. Joel Linton has done really well since he came on, um, won a penalty, scored two goals. But again, you know, it's going to be that that jump up in class. And that's that's the concern where the goals are going to come from. It is a gamble that they're going with. I mean, Steve Bruce has just told us there that there won't be any more strikers coming in. Um, we'll see whether that changes with, you know, with Andy Carroll and, and what happens there. Because I know there is there is some interest still there. But I think he's, he's pretty clear there that they're not, he's waiting for Dwight Gale to come back. Um, and and he'll be maybe the next cab off the rank. So that's a that's a big gamble. But um, Steve Bruce seems happy with it. So we'll just have to see how it goes. But it, it, that does concern me slightly. Um, but you know, if Joelinton starts scoring goals and they get some from midfield as well, then they, they hopefully they'll be all right. Quite interesting that Bruce described. He said, "I've got
0: five options up front, and Saint Maximum was one of those that he counted." Which would suggest that the two up front. Is probably how he's gonna he's gonna go, which means someone's gonna have yeah. to miss out somewhere. Is it gonna be Almiron? Is he gonna drop back into that three man midfield of Longstaff, Hayden and Shelby, which by all accounts have performed very well this season? I think I'm very excited to see how that yeah. progresses. So what did you make by his comments about I've got five options and how, what does that mean mean for either Almiron or St. Maximum?
1: It just gives I think probably what it what it does is it gives him the options to as you said to to move one of those players back into midfield when they've when they can be a little bit more open. Or alternatively, he might even go. He might even change the system during the during the match. You know, if they're if they're going in need of a game, we we never saw that happen with Rafa because he was very much, you know, the system comes before circumstance. So he would he would keep things. You know, he, we saw in the championship when he, he kept playing one up front and he? he kept Dwight Gale up front and he sort of was very very insistent that the system came first. I think you might see from Steve Bruce maybe reaction to to what's going on in the match and throwing three up front sometimes and maybe a little bit more back to the days of you know previous managers where you know maybe they're not so wedded to the system and it might be that so that could happen um, you know obviously they've got injuries as well potentially so it, it'll be it, it'll be interesting I, I mean I, I can I can't see them going I, I, I mean none of those there's only maybe two in terms of Jolinton Gale who are out and out strikers so it's not quite too up front really I mean Almiron's not a striker he's more uh, you know obviously he was playing out wide last season as well so Yeah, big 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 calls from Steve Bruce very early on here massive gamble really well not gamble I think is is potentially underplaying it but he's made some big tactical calls already um, and we'll just have to see how it plays out and the defence again looked quite good today looks like he's probably got that
0: nailed down I mean a lot of people think Yedlin, or he was at least last season, the first choice. But again, Manquillo today had another standout performance. Uh, Attacking-wise and defensively, looked. he looked like he's improved. Um, do you think he'll be the first choice right wing-back?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, and it could be that Rolando Aarons is, is potentially playing on the left if Matt Ritchie's not fit. So that is a totally, total new look. I mean, Yedlin last season, I thought, was really hit and miss. Had some good performances, but but also... You know, by the same token, was a liability in some games as well. So, you know, can Manquio do necessarily any worse than him? You know, maybe maybe not. The one thing I would say about that defense is it's got to be tested against the really good, really good side. You know, Rafa walked the the back four or the back five through games at times. Um, There was some frustration there among some of the defenders. I think towards the middle of last season because they felt like, you know, they weren't they weren't trusted by the manager because he, he was so um, stringent, but they didn't concede many goals. So will they, still be, will they still be able to kind of perform that way without the man who's kind of sets them up as, as he did? That again, you know, another one of the really big questions we've got this season. Uh, for me, I think, you know, we are, I, I've never known a season where I have less inkling of how it's going to go. I really, really don't know. Um, I suspect they'll be okay. Um, but you know, I, I'm, I have my I have my sort of questions that I think need to be answered by the first three or four games. Um, and defence, you know, looks fine, but it's amazing how you know it's amazing how quickly they've got some really tough games in that opening opening few few fixes. And we'll sort of see how it goes. So I, I don't want to. I'm going to have to make some predictions this week because that's what we do as journalists, isn't it? But I, I really honestly don't know. Just finally from yourself, we
0: said at half time about that trio midfield. If he does start with Longstaff, Hayden, Shelby in the middle, that Longstaff and Hayden seem to be so far up the field that when they do get hit on the counter, we're talking about what happens if that happens against Manchester City. What happens if that happens against Liverpool? They do look vulnerable because there was times today when there was no midfield at all in terms of when Sounarion went on the attack
1: will he will he change the formation against the man cities of this world that 's the question isn 't it um, you know steve bruce hasn 't been in the Premier League while Liverpool and Man City have taken those quantum leaps forward so for me, that was one of the questions around his appointment was you know the, the Premier League has changed in the sort of three or four years since he was last the premier league manager and and rafa 's reaction to that was to play such a deep Lying, to f- I mean, they, you know, there were times to be honest where it was a little bit, you know, we all st- we all stuck up for the manager at the time because he was. But let's be honest, I don't think anybody was comfortable with Newcastle playing the way that they did against Chelsea and Man City at home. Um, you know, they, they uh, in the obviously Man City, they they won that game in the second season, but first season, you know, they they didn't, um, and that will be the question for for Steve Bruce. I, I don't think he'll play quite as wide open against Manchester City. As as he did. I don't think he'll play as wide open against Arsenal actually as he did today. They'll tr- probably try to go on the front foot a little bit more um, than than maybe Benitez would have done in, in the same system. But um, you know, he's got to stamp his own tactical mark mark on this on this team now. Plenty of quality in the squad. Probably more than Rafa had as well. Um, but it's just about getting the most out of them. We've seen a lot of teams, squad down the year, that's that had a lot of quality. Um, but just they couldn't quite click and they couldn't quite get it, get, get it over the line as, su- as successive Newcastle managers have said. Um, and that that's the big question, isn't it? Premier League, in the Premier League, you can have all the quality in the world, but winning points is really, really hard. I mean, Everton found it, West Ham found it, you know, Fulham found it last season as well. It's not just about the quality that you've got on the field, it's about managing it really, really well. Um, and that's where Steve Bruce is kind of going to either win, going to either succeed or fail here. Um, they, they, you know, for me, I've never known a season. I've just said it there as well. But I've never known a season where there's so many question marks um, over what's going what's going on. But you know, it's different questions and different issues this season. And and although I'm you know I said a few times, very disappointed to see Rafa go. I'm not disappointed to at least have some football to talk about again. And rather than is the manager going to stay? Is he going to get the players he wants in? It feels a lot calmer behind the scenes because the manager's not railing against everything at the moment. But really, it's all about results now. And if you know, if they don't get the results, then the questions are going to come back.
0: Now joined by Kieran Kelly, uh, Kieran's first game as an UFC writer for Chronicle Live. So just sum up your, your feelings of what you saw. Of course, it was a pre-season game, but nonetheless, some, some exciting football, I'd say.
2: Yeah, it's it's always risky reading too much into pre-season sometimes. You know, there have been teams who um, have had terrible results in pre and gone on to win titles. There have been teams who've had poor pre-seasons, been tipped for relegation and have gone on to finish top 10. So I think, yeah, you always have to be balanced. But when you consider um, Steve Bruce, obviously, pointed head coach um, midway through July, wasn't it? He's um, so only had three games in charge, and him and his staff have really had to to put their stamp on things. Albeit there was a really good foundation there with with the defence, with what Rafa Benitez had done. So I think for me, it's it's about integration. Um, you know, the a lot of bodies coming in quite quickly. The two signings on um, on Friday encouraging thing is they both speak English. You saw the game today, they they're well able to handle themselves. They're quite physically built as well as being really fast. Um sure it's been touched on already how Sam Maxman, while being really, really quick, um, he's he's got that kind of low center of gravity and, and he he looks strong as well. And that's so important because um as much as he can dribble out of a tough situation, there are going to be Premier League defenders who aren't going to give him time on the ball and there'll be a lot of managers who will think they know how to stop him so um, yeah it was encouraging I think um, you know the the first half was at times a bit stop start but second half they they really picked up at times um, the first 20 minutes and then with the subs I think that that triple subs he made um, kind of gave it an injection of things so yeah it was encouraging, encouraging. Steve Bruce described the first half as, as, as someone falling asleep that's
0: yeah. how much he, he didn't really rate it let's talk about Steve Bruce on the touchline um, you could hear him shouting, you could see him with his hands and his arms and in a way Rafa was very much like that um, obviously Rafa wore a suit, Steve Bruce likes his track suit, that's probably one of the main differences but what did you make of Steve Bruce's kind of presence on that touchline, obviously he was always kind of there with his, with them, with his coaching staff as well
2: Yeah, I suppose it's um, what you expect from from a coach, um, is that the, they're active during the game and, and that they're making passing on their message, I think um, the crowd being quite low, obviously under 17,000, it, it helped with us to be able to hear exactly what he was saying at times. And um, I don't think Steve Bruce would say someone who talks about the low block or, you know, these sophisticated words that some Premier League managers use. It, the stuff he was passing on was very simple instructions, you know, uh, encouraging Almiron to press high, Um, you know, just reminding players of the little things to do, you know, Rolando Arons tracking his runner. It was all simple Basic stuff um and I think you know it's it's going to be there's only so much he can do, obviously when they cross the line, but I think it's encouraging that um you know his message is getting through. I think you can see something is bubbling there with the way he wants the team to play i I can't remember too many long balls. I think with Joe Linton, sometimes it might be tempting for the defenders to. Um, ping it all the time to him okay the goal came from a long ball but it was you know a really smart pass from Cher he saw him um, lurking and, and it was a brilliant finish um, but I think you're starting to see it's all about pace about getting the ball out quickly from throw-ins from goal kicks and um, yeah it, it's encouraging yeah let's talk about rolando
0: Owens obviously someone that's Steve Bruce. Rate uh, he was with him at Sheffield Wednesday last season, and he was talking about how he gives, or how he gave Wednesday that's something a bit different. Um, Aaron's also, you know, a big fan of Steve Bruce, um, and he's featured quite heavily as well um, in Bruce's first few games. What did you make of his performance today? And do you think, given the injury to to Matt Ritchie, which it, it, given what Bruce said in the press conference, it looks like he, he probably will miss the Arsenal game um, due to a hamstring injury. Will Aaron's be the one at left wing back? Do you think?
2: Yeah, I think it was it was kind of a toss-up how he was going to approach that, whether he... I don't think Willems was ever going to come straight in because he only really arrived yesterday and only met some of his teammates and the, the head coach today. So I think Aarons, in a way, even though he's obviously a winger, was was a safe bet in that he he knows that flank, okay? It's a different kind of position. But the way Bruce wants the wing-backs to play anyway, you've seen Manquillo plays a lot higher now. Um, in a way, it kind of suits Aaron's, but it's just that defensive responsibility, and you're going to see that against Arsenal. You know that that front line Arsenal are going to have is is something, isn't it? And that will be the ultimate test for him. But I think when you consider Aaron's, I think his last Premier League start, December two thousand seventeen, it is a remarkable story in a way that he's he's kind of found a way back in, um, and potentially could find himself starting against Arsenal. Um, but yeah, I think he's got the pace. Um, I think he, there's a awareness now that you know he's, he's not going to have unlimited chances at Newcastle this is, he's had so many loan spells now where it's helped him, not that he need to mature but it's helped him to get that experience now to take into uh, where he is now
0: and Just finally you've been out to talk to the players in the mix so you can't really tell us what they said you to boggles and stuff but just tell us a bit about their, their spirits after this game I assume quite high
2: yeah, yeah, I think it's it's um, an acknowledgement that the the real tests are to come. Um, but I think it's strange that you've you've got the foundations are there. You know, a lot of that starting lineup today played. You know, say the last game against Fulham, but it still feels that just those three new players who've come in. Then you got some like Maddie Long stuff. You it kind of feels like a almost like a new era in a way. Um, so. I think it's going to take time for it all to click and gel in some ways as well. But I think they go into that Arsenal game not fearing the worst. And, you know, maybe you would have said not so long ago that was a really daunting, daunting fixture, given what's happened this summer. But, you know, potentially if they they can start this season well, that's what they have to do now because um, they obviously lost... They failed to win any of the first 10 league games last season. I think if that happened this time around, it's really, really difficult to, to come back from that. And, you know, Rafabina has obviously had a lot in the bank that people backed him to turn it around But it, it's really important Steve Bruce, with what he wants to do, has um, a good start. And the players have to just hit the ground running, don't they?
0: Most certainly. Well, thank you very much, Kieran, for that. We will go and find Lee Ryder. And uh, we will talk about Matty Longstaff um, getting on the score sheet and potentially what his future holds. And Will he go out alone or will he stay as part of the first team squad? We hope you've enjoyed this episode so far. Just a quick reminder to please subscribe and review to our podcast through iTunes, Spotify or whichever podcast provider you listen through sitting here with Lee Ryder just filing his copy. Lee. what did you make of the performance today? A good, a good a good win for Newcastle?
3: Yeah, it was good overall. I think um, basically Newcastle in the first half were a bit just lacked that kind of um, sharpness in the final third, but, you know, second half looked a bit more, you know, decisive. Uh, you, you look at Joel Linton getting his goal... Just before the break, it, you know, it set Newcastle on the way. But second half, they could have run up like a really high score line. I think Steve Bruce will be pleased with what he's seen um, from the debut boys, and also you know Jolinton again getting on the score sheet. So overall, it's been a decent day for Newcastle. Uh, it's only a pre-season friendly; can't get too carried away. But you know, it's the perfect uh, preparation for Arsenal next week.
0: Let's talk about Matty Longstaff. You followed the careers there both the long staffs mm-hmm. um, and you know Matty got on the score sheet today good performance by obviously Sean as well who looks like a real part of that first team mm-hmm. it was interesting to hear what Steve Bruce had said about Matty um, you know everyone thinks he's probably going to go out on loan but I suppose a goal today some good performances in China and then against Hibbs and against Preston yeah. um, do you think he'll stay a part of that first team yeah. I think he's got a chance because he's obviously classed as an academy
3: player, so he would it wouldn't he wouldn't take up a Premier League squad place. So I think he's got a chance. Uh, it's just exactly what he's going to be able to do. Uh, he's a, there's a long queue of central midfielders ahead of him. I think obviously he would definitely play in like competitions like the League Cup, the FA Cup. But you know, realistically, he needs he needs game time. I think go on, the sensible option would be to send him out on loan. But if he can produce what he's done out there today, then uh, you know Steve Bruce he's, he's got to be considering him. Um, he's technically he's got all the attributes. He's a young kid. He's running around. He's got the confidence as well. You, you don't score goals like that unless you've got the confidence. You know he's running around nutmegging people, pointing where the ball, the point to where he wanted the ball. I thought it was fantastic. But as you say, uh, I have seen a lot of them in the under twenty threes. Uh, last season was remember. Last season was his first full season in the under twenty threes, so he's come a long way in a very short space of time. This time last year, he was getting ready to play in the Checker Trade games. So for him to be playing for the first team now is is fantastic for him. Hopefully, um, he continues to get the opportunities because you would hate him to be be sat here and just you know sitting on the bench uh, week in week out. But today we've got a real taste of, you know, what
0: a great young talent Newcastle got on the hands. Well certainly and um that midfield, of I'm very excited to see this midfield trio of Sean Longstaff, Shelvin and Hayden and Steve Bruce again speaking very positively that not only can he keep Isaac Hayden in Newcastle United, but there may even be a new deal for the yeah. midfielder. Yeah, definitely. I mean there's a
3: I think there's a queue for new deals as well. <laughs> I think um you know, Hayden would be worth keeping uh, without a shadow of a doubt. He's been one of the fittest and strongest in pre-season I didn't think he was at his very best today. I know there's more to come from him, uh, but you know you've got to be looking at Sean Longstaff. I mean, that going into deadline week, you look at it and you think Sean Longstaff. They haven't given him a new contract yet. They are looking to sit down with him. I know that, um, but going in a deadline day, you you. you he would like Newcastle just to, to get that deal done before Man United can come in with a bid and, and, and obviously you know sting them at the last but look hopefully once that window's shut Hayden's still here Longstaff's still here and you know Newcastle potentially have another
0: couple of deals through the door um, you impressed with Julian today? Obviously grabbed his goal I'd argue the keeper probably should have dealt with it, but nevertheless, he persevered and put it in the back of the net. Um, again, another impressive performance. Yeah, I mean,
3: for strikers, the currency is goals. That's what you judge them on. He's got two and two starts. I can't argue with that. I don't think anybody can. At Preston, I wondered how selfish he was going to be, but he's now started showing that you know he he knows he's got to come off the pitch with a goal. Um, on on the sheet, I mean, Alan Shearer used to look furious if he didn't score in games, no matter what the result. You know, he obviously wanted to win, but he looked furious if he didn't score. And Jullien has to discover that. He's got to discover that kind of um, hunger when you're wearing that number nine shirt. And you know, two and two, great start for him. If he can get one in the bag in the Premier League next week, that even better. So look I, I'm, I think you he, he, he couldn't ask for any more from Joel Linton in his first
0: uh, couple of weeks at the club and just to wrap up two men who definitely need a goal one Miguel Amir to see Bruce said he needs to come off his backside or whatever he just needs to get that goal he went close today I thought he'd had it in the second half when it just just went over the bar and then Muto he had another good chance and you feel he's another one he obviously scored against my night he's scored and uh, the preseason to China but you feel a goal for each of them and, and the confidence will will grow and you know especially well actually for both we would we, probably see two different kind of players
3: well with Amiran I think he's almost trying too hard to get it at the moment uh, he's desperate to, to be a success here you know, he's a big money signing coming in he's He's gelled okay, positionally with Joe Linton. So it's good to see, good to see those two big signings doing well in front of a you know home crowd. So hopefully you know it will come. Mudo not so shouldn't be so desperate to get one against West Ham in the Premier League Trophy, of course, over in China. Uh, had what had the ball in the net today. I'm not too worried from that point of view. Uh, and then you've still got obviously uh, Dwight Gale to come back. Uh, Steve Bruce there saying he doesn't think he's going to be signing a striker but Andy Carroll is available on a free transfer nobody's signed him yet he would love to come here
0: can Steve Bruce make it happen and there we have it well thank you very much Lee um, that is the everything is black and white podcast here from St James's Park um, please remember to like and subscribe through whatever podcast platform you do listen to we have a special episode of Gibbo's Corner up tomorrow. That is Sunday. That goes live from 5am and we will be joined by BBC Newcastle's Matthew Reisbeck on Monday for the feature-length episode of the Everything Is Black and White podcast.